Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that's got the March Madness. That's right. Yeah. I've got Oscar fever. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, all the platforms. Pickle is literally inventing a new platform for us to be on. Kind of, yeah, actually. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. You're listening to the podcast. Well, you know, you know, you know, you've heard this before. This is maybe your first podcast. If this is your first podcast. I feel bad glossing it over, glossing over it, but I've said it 1,351 times. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making it sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Howdy, folks. I told you this in confidence, which now I'll bring to, to the air. Because mm-hmm. um, that's what you tend to do. That Hank recently discovered that your last name is Pickle. Mm-hmm. My guy. And he thinks that rules. I think it rules, too. <laughs> he thinks that rules. <laughs> Good. He's I'm like, glad. He is, you are you are Ashley Pickle. Ashley. Yep. It's, every it's, single. It's three. It's three, it's three syllables. syllables. Every yeah. single little kid, I have always been Ashley. Ashley Pickle. And sitting to my right, he is... Uh, Grev, he, he's the one top, syllable. He's the, he is the top-ranked Greg here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Ain't that the truth? He is uh, the president of Next Level Athlete, our recruiting analyst here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. It is Greg Powers. Mr. But Powers. I'm 100% the top-rated Grev. No, 100% top-rated Grev. And 100% and in 10%. Whoa. Wow. 110% the top-rated Greg. You sure? Nice. I'll take that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, today is... Wednesday. Wednesday. Thank you. March sixteenth, twenty twenty two. It is. Oh, where'd my piece of paper go? Oh, two two hundred fifty three days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to uh, actress Alexandra Daddario. Uh, mm. Episode one thousand three hundred and fifty one. What was that? Oh, she's a great actor. I genuinely think that she's a great actress. On today's show, folks, we've got This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Going to go through the news and notes from the recruiting world across the state of Texas. And then back half of the show, going to Central Texas to hear from Round Rock Stony Point running back Cameron Cook. Round Rock Stony Point running back Cameron Cook. It's a, a lot, lot of, words. of words. You did well. Uh, <laughs> Powers caught up with him earlier this week, so we'll hear what's going on down there in Round Rock coming up here at the back half of the program. So we do hope you stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for the whole show because we'll do a big giveaway at the end. We're not doing a big giveaway. We're just hoping that Don't lie to the people. It's not a lie if you believe it. 
That is not how that works. Do we have verse 4 through the door? What kind of explanation is that for a lie? Oh, goodness. It, we do. Uh, factual. It was Tony Blaylock, Just Chad, Daniel Agnew, and Nick Morton. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome. I promise not to lie to you. Welcome in, friends. I can promote Whether this. you believe it or not. There's a new episode of Tep and Step Up right now. Uh, Step and I recorded it yesterday. We went for an hour. Uh, this is this is the most challenging episode of Tep and Step every year because this right here, right now, this is the doldrums of the offseason. Yeah. Right here. Middle of March. There ain't nothing going on in the football world. Uh, a lot of coaching changes, but that's Coaching it. changes. But even here's the thing. It's spring break. Oh, like last yeah. week and this week. So there's not a ton of coaching changes then. So it's like we've been talking about coaching changes we've missed and stuff like that. But it's a good podcast. And um, we got a letter from a, uh, a, a listener from the future. And we, we tried to break down exactly what he thought it was. His name's Hubert. You should listen to it. It's a good podcast. This is what happens when you two end up on a mic unsupervised. Hubert happens. I think it's a great segment and definitely not a convoluted narrative device that God. we came up with in order to talk about for the 2021 season. More lying. Texas.com <laughs> to become a Dave Campbell's textbook insider and get your uh, get Tep and Step, your premium high school football podcast. <clears throat> Enough of that. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. This is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Recruiting. The low-key understated Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter. Next Level D1C is fine work on TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this segment is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express, they're a problem. So I'm eating, trying to eat kind of like... Healthy, healthy right now, and I'm Why? not eating it's not out TV a lot. Season. I'm not eating out a lot, right? And I pass a tech Chicken Express like every, every day. day. <laughs> and bro, the the struggle to not jerk the wheel into the drive-through lane, the very quick and convenient drive-through lane, is very strong right now. Shout out to the Arlington Chicken Express. Oh, That's really? the one oh. I had this weekend after the Under Armour camp. Oh yeah. So seriously, like. You guys think that sometimes we're putting on for Chicken Express? It couldn't be further from the truth, bro. We don't even. We haven't even, guys. We haven't even checked the com the contract. The contract may have expired. Like, yeah, honestly. I attend an event and it is straight to Chicken Express. It's like inseparable from my heart and football it's, now. One of the things that I appreciate about living in Texas, besides everything, but one of the things I appreciate about living in Texas, uh, in Chicken Express country, is that there's not one everywhere, but there's one everywhere you need it to be. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going on a road trip that we're going to say is three hours, you're absolutely going to pass by one of them. It's like the perfect example was whenever you and I were coming back from, from seven on seven, from seven on seven on your birthday, on my birthday. And like we were hungry and we were driving through Hearn, Hearn, we were driving through Hearn and like suddenly on the horizon with a chicken express, I was like. You've never let me down, Chicken Express. Yep. We, we saw, we saw. it's like the sun's coming it up, was, you know, yeah, like the like, yellow, yeah, we see sunrise, the yellow that, oval. That flying chicken kind of rises <laughs> on the horizon. You hear the, the heavens sing. I ate at the Hearn Chicken Express on the way in nice. to College Station that year. Yeah. But it was eaten in the 
on the ride. Mm-hmm. Oh. Whenever I showed up, I had gravy oh, pants. I had gravy, gravy pants. pants. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's a tough scene, but it's worth it. Never go for Love you, Chicken pants. Express. It's just we're recruiting with Greg Powers, the next level athlete. Uh, a lot to get to in this week's uh, roundup. We'll start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise going to the Waco area to Waco Conley. Talk about their soon-to-be senior defensive back, Jelani McDonald, who picked up an offer this week from Oklahoma State. Uh, that adds on to a list that includes Arkansas, Texas Tech, and SMU. Uh, this is a guy who is playing QB for Connolly. Yep. But at the next level, you think he's going to switch over to the defensive side. Yeah, look how long his legs are. I mean, he yeah. is a rangy dude and started to really blow up here in the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, a lot of schools that I consider as ones that really do a great job with the valuation work have extended him an offer recently. Uh, and he impressed me at the Under Armour camp that was held at Arlington Martin this weekend as well. Um, I had the great opportunity to see him work out with the defensive back group, you know, because most of his highlight tape is um, at quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure that I had a chance to scout him going through the DB drills. And despite his length and range, he's pretty quick in and out of his breaks. And to me, his frame potential is through the roof as well you know Oklahoma State I think offered him as a cornerback um, but I kind of look at him and see a safety in person Mm -hmm. so I think you can say defensive back I kind of lean towards safety but certainly a guy that has a lot of skill sets that translate well over to the defensive side of the football we'll just have to see who offers him next um he's he was also i believe a uh, a key part of the waco conley basketball team which uh made a run were they at state yeah, they came very close i know they came close to state at least but this is true i think he averaged around 15 points a game on the hardwood yeah so. i mean he's a he's a He can do a little bit of everything, and and so it's no wonder that people are starting to wake up uh, to Jelani McDonald, the uh, outstanding defensive back athlete, do-it-all guy from Waco Connolly. Let's maneuver on over to our Commit of the Week. Our Commit of the Week going down Houston Way to C.E. King in beautiful Sheldon ISD. It's very weird because we have it listed as Houston C.E. King, but like the UIL list is like Sheldon Mm -hmm. King, and I'm like, it's weird. Anyway, their defensive end, Dylan Spencer, has committed this week to Texas. He had offers from all over the place, uh, including places like A&M, LSU, Baylor, Houston, and USC. We've got him number 40 in the DCTF Hot 100. You have him as the number eight ranked defensive end in the class of 2023. Uh, This guy is versatile, and this guy can... uh, Chase you down. This is a this is a big beefy defensive end too. I, I you know you, you talk about like speed rushers. Right. He's got that, but he's got some size to him as well. Well, when he first broke out onto the scene at West Orange Stark as a freshman, I think he was playing wide receiver, but he was one of those guys that was you know six three, two hundred pounds, two hundred ten pounds, out there running around and, and making waves. He he's been on the radar since then. He's a guy that we've known about for a while, and as he's grown up. Um, in a few different programs now, he he's continued to get better on the defensive front. 6'4", 240. I project him as a strong side defensive end, but I wouldn't rule it out that he could add some more weight and possibly move inside and play some play as like well. A, play like yeah. three tech? Yeah, mm-hmm. at, at the next level. He's a guy who can create some mismatches, and he'll get after the quarterback and 
make offensive tackles have nightmares about wanting to match up with him mm-hmm. uh, on his high school tape. But I think his true value in college is going to be as a run-stuffing specialist. He's a guy who I think can track the ball. He shows good chase and run down from the backside, which I think is really impressive. And a, a good addition to the Texas Longhorns 2023 class, he joins fellow four-star Jamel Johnson as the two uh, loan commitments right now for Texas. Things have, you know, I guess – slowed down yeah. with commitments we haven't seen like the flurry that we saw about a month ago with everybody making commitments left and right um so maybe we're starting to see you know the dam break a little bit and we'll we'll see some of these guys start to come off the board when well, he's bounced around a little bit he played at, at a west orange sharks freshman year katie taylor, taylor yep. his sophomore yep. year and then now at, at, at ce king um a guy who can be a, a key part of that longhorns even and you know a credit to texas they were his first offer they were his first, you right. know, at, at least his first Power Five offer. But he was his; they were his first offer, and so getting in the door early probably gave them an advantage in being able to lock in Dylan Spencer, the defensive end from Houston C. King. Talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved the conversation hashtag TF Today. Let's maneuver on over to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week is soon to be junior. Most people say bless you. They don't just stare. Bless you. Bless Thank you, you. I was, Grev. I was, I was just looking for the words. <laughs> I'm sorry for that, Greg. Let's go to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week is Fort Bend Hightower, soon to be junior running back Jeremy Payne. Uh, Jeremy Payne picked up big time offer this week from Texas A and M. Uh, he's got a couple of other Power Five offers like Indiana, Oregon State, Baylor. Uh, but this is uh, this is a big time offer for this young man there at Fort Bend High Tower, uh, and and you've got to think that this is at least the biggest offer on the board for him right now. Yeah, he's got some some decent offers. Baylor, Houston, SMU, UTSA, Indiana, and Oregon State were some of his FBS-level, P5-level offers. Uh, but I really like Jeremy Payne because he's a versatile running back. Mm-hmm. He's a guy at 5'10", 5'11", 170, 175 pounds, who can do a little bit of everything out of the backfield. And Hightower is no stranger to producing top-level college products now you know they always have a lot of guys another wide receiver there to watch on that roster zion taylor um i think he'll be a big time recruit as well but this is a guy who i think meshes in well with the texas a&m offense because he can do so many different things uh, out of the backfield and if they were to land him i think that he would fit into that scheme uh fairly decently um they've also extended an offer to mckinney 2024 running back brian jackson and these two guys could be on the same commitment list without an issue. They're kind of different types of styles, different types of uh, running backs in general. I would I would explain Jeremy Payne as an all-purpose back, mm-hmm. but I think his best days are clearly in front of him, too, from a developmental standpoint. He's really good on tape, but I think he's one of these guys to really watch out for uh, on the field as a junior. I think he's a breakout star in Texas high school football in general. A lot of people probably don't know his name, but they probably will by the end of the next season. Yeah, he was a key part of that team that they ran all the way to the regional finals last year. And um, and here's a guy who, again, you, you mentioned like the versatility, his ability uh, like as a receiver outside of the pocket or out, outside of the backfield, I think is really in- impressive. This is a good example of, of something you're going to see. Like, like he's a guy who, when you get him into space, he's going to be able to make some, make some, some plays. Right. And that's really, if you take a look at the way that A&M likes to use their running backs, they, you know, they're, 
they are we've talked about how like when they get receivers that commit to them it's like okay well the numbers may not necessarily be there at the same way that they're at Mississippi State or these high flying right. offenses they use their running backs and their tight ends so well that getting them out into space and using them as extra receivers and so that's why he he feels like a good fit schematically and I can see why A&M would be interested in a guy like Jeremy Payne agreed and I and just for the Fort Bend folks listening to the show today mm-hmm. he reminds me a lot of former fort ben marshall running back deandre washington oh that's a good yeah. that's a good comp so. i like that okay so round it all out with our recruit of the week our recruit of the week going back up to the dfw metroplex to talk about arlington martin 2023 soon to be senior cornerback jay toviano you told me i could just call him jay yeah just call him jay jay hey jay uh, he picked up an invitation this week to the Under Armour All-America game. Uh, he was at the Under Armour camp there and uh, put on a fantastic performance. We've got him as the top cornerback in the state in the class of 2023. We've got him as the number six overall prospect in the DCTF Hot 100. He's got offers from, I mean, he's got every offer. Every. He's got every <laughs> offer. Uh, so, like, name a school, like a big-time school, he's got it. Uh, and here is a guy who you think may be on the verge of narrowing things down. Yeah, he. we spoke to him a little bit at the UA camp, kind of got a, a, an update, and he said that he hopes to have that cut-down list um, in the next few weeks. Uh, right now, he's on an unofficial visit to Georgia as we speak, mm-hmm. so he's out see, seeing the Dogs program. He also revealed that, and spoiler, you can go out and check the full article for Jay Toviano from the UA camp. We have it at mm-hmm. texasfootball.com slash recruiting. Um, but he mentioned that Texas A&M would be one of the schools that makes his final cutdown okay. list. So, I mean, I thought that was pretty big news if you're an yeah. Aggies fan. Um, you know, Alabama, Ohio State, LSU certainly in the mix there. Um, so he's going to go to one of the top programs in the country, no yes. doubt. There's, there's no doubt about it. And you can see his his playmaking ability, what he's able to do there uh, for uh, Bob Wager's squad there at Arlington Martin. Before you make your transition here we do have a question for powers um from who from rob hadwood i turned you to turn i told you to turn off the comments no um lots of opinions out there on arch manning coming to texas what are your thoughts on that yeah uh uh-huh turn off the comments now right i was about to ask him about arch Manning. no you were not anyway grev the floor is yours well i mean (laughs) i would give like a lot of my arch manning information comes from just hearing fellow recruiting analysts talk about him mm-hmm. while ever we're on the scene. And I think that there's always been a lot of smoke behind Arch Manning to Texas. But I think you have to watch out for some other schools as well. You know, LSU, Alabama, Ole Miss. Um, there's some other programs in the mix there that are definitely going to be rolling out the red carpet for him. Seems to always have a good time when he comes to Texas, and they could put together a pretty strong class if they were able to, to woo guys like Arch Manning, Reuben Owens, and Jontae Cook all onto the same commit list and i know that that's really what they're working hard for what i what i'd watch out for is they have a couple of big uh, unofficial visit weekends coming up the next i think april 2nd uh the 26th they have some big time junior day events i guess is what you would call them coming up and see see what positive momentum happens from those so would you say because you mentioned three names right there one of them from out of state in arch manning but then you were you were saying john Tay cook from desoto and ruben owens the running back from el campo would you say that that is probably the triumvirate that texas's t- 
targeting right now and would represent the real core of the class if they're able to bring in that trio? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's the like they're trying to inspire um, other recruits around the po- potential that those three guys could be in this class. Okay. And I, I will say I'm, I'm going to expand on the Arch Manning thing just a little bit here because I found something really interesting in as it relates to his recruitment. I actually overheard quite a few of the Texas Longhorns specific media mm-hmm. asking recruits at the UA camp if Arch Manning were to come to Texas, how would that impact their recruitment? Mm-hmm. And not just receivers and running backs, but you know all positions. I don't think that I've covered like a, a cycle of recruiting where one player's recruitment has such an impact on others you, you think, know like arch manning you is think such he's a, a tip, big name he's a tipping point he could be a tipping point for a lot of big time recruits to p- potentially look into texas but i i think maybe we're putting a little bit too much stock in um Was, whether he comes to texas or not will it really affect what jonte cook wants to do hmm. it could in a small way but i don't think jonte cook is necessarily waiting for one guy to determine what he's going to do in the recruiting process texas does have the former number one player in the nation on its roster at quarterback right now quinn ewers so i was gonna i feel like maybe a one-off scenario where it's a yeah quarterback receiver duo that that would happen but i don't think the second receiver in line is going to base everything off of that because you see that and and that's what's so strange about this is and, and and look, they, there's these guys have all run together at these camps and things like that. They're not strangers to one another. But I would understand it if like I'm picking it. I just happened to get Duncanville's questionnaire just now. Right. So like if Amari Abor was like, hey, I really want to play with, uh, a, you know, a, a Jordan Crook. Like wherever right. Jordan Crook goes, I want to go and play with him. I would get that because they are teammates and they mm-hmm. understand each other. Maybe they or have like a personal the, bond. But like the idea that like Reuben Owens is going to look around and be like, well, there's this kid over. Where is he from? Mississippi? Uh, Louisiana. 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 This guy from Louisiana who like I've met twice and seems like a nice guy mm-hmm. that I'm going to like follow him and do what he says. I just find that a little far fetched in my in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I you know I don't talk to it, Reuben Owens. And all just that pulling up because he's not a Texas based prospect, so it's not a guy that I'm super familiar with covering. But just pulling up his twenty four seven sports profile, he has Alabama, Georgia, Ole Miss, and Texas listed as warm interest. So Texas seems to be one of four, but they're certainly going against a trio of SEC schools yeah. who do really good in Louisiana and I kind of agree with you and I thought Abor was a great example because he was really good friends with Ewers yeah. who was at Ohio mm-hmm. State but Abor still went right, to right. Ohio State. or like it would be another thing too if maybe like Dalton Brooks eventually ends up saying hey I'm going to Texas because my cousin Jonathan Brooks yes. is there you know like that's a that's a connection that makes sense right. they're not they didn't play together but they're related and it's like okay you can see that I, that's yeah. an excellent example okay. thank yeah. you what I will say is a quarterback in general can be a strong foundation of a recruiting class Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know that's really good to get a quarterback commitment early on in the process so you can build pieces around them that's not a question mark because in college football quarterback is the biggest question mark if you don't have a good quarterback you can't compete for championships Mm -hmm. so to have like a building block or a foundation in a recruiting class is great but to get the number one player in the country who is a quarterback to be that foundation um is even better right so if they get him 
it's going to be even better. They're going to be hyping that up. And, and here's the okay. Here's the thing. The other thing for me. I'm sorry. We, we've gone on a lot about a player <laughs> who's not from Texas, right? Um, let's take John T. Cook. And obviously, John T. Cook as a receiver has a vested interest in playing with an excellent quarterback, right? That's yes. like those are that's an easy connection to make. In the same way that if you're a running back, you have a vested interest in playing behind a good offensive line, right? You're not going to go play for UConn because UConn's offensive line, I presume, sucks. So what I'm saying is. It would, I would understand that John T. Cook's like, I want to go play with a great quarterback. Well, John T. Cook is looking at Alabama, Louisville, Ohio State, A&M, and Texas. If you go any of those places, you're going to play with a good quarterback. Right. You know what I mean? He doesn't have Florida Atlantic. I'm just picking on Florida Atlantic for some reason. Your beloved Al. Florida Alice. Atlantic on his list. He doesn't have you know a program that's down in the dumps that's having trouble recruiting. Mm-hmm. That's the thing for me is that yes, I understand you want to play for a great quarterback. There are going to be there's going to be a great quarterback in Alabama. That's a guess. Right. That's a projection. There's going to be a great quarterback at Ohio State. There's going to be a great quarterback at, at A&M. There's going to be a great quarterback at Texas. That to me, I don't know. I, I I feel like this this idea that they're going to wait and see where Arch Manning goes and then oh, we're all going to flock there like he's Tom Brady. You know what I mean? I think we get NFL mind. It's like, oh, Tom Brady goes to the Bucks, and then suddenly the Bucks get Rob Gronkowski, and and all of these guys want to go ring chase. I just don't necessarily think that recruiting is a is that same kind of apples to apples. Comparison. I didn't hear one recruit answer. Oh yes, I'm waiting for. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you're like, making your own decision. I have a calendar alarm yeah. set for his decision. It's not like, like it's, it's it's not like if Arch Manning goes to Texas that like Ruben Owens gonna be like, ah, well, you know what? I hated Austin. But uh, you right. know, I, I I guess I gotta go there. I don't know. It's it's everyone's everyone's journey is different. They've recruited me as a linebacker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they want me to kick, and it's right. like oh, I guess I'll have to go. Signed up to be the deep training. snapper. <laughs> now that I just hope that UT fans that are huge recruiting fans, because so much has been built up around this this recruitment in particular. Mm-hmm. Is that if he doesn't come to Texas, are you going to be sad if Texas has a top five class national? You know what I right. mean? Like, is that going to be? Is he the maker break well, recruit, or is Quinn Ewers other, now like good people enough who that are, you don't care about Arch Manning? Right. People who are legitimately into recruiting are not going to be upset about it. It's the very like C level fan. I feel like that will be like we didn't get him, burn it all down. Well, there you go, thing. Rob Hadaway. The other, yeah, no, yeah, who knew? Who knew? But the other, the other thing. And I'm sorry, we'll we'll wrap it up here because I know we want to get to uh, to our guest. But um, the thing, uh, the the thing that I look at is especially with Texas. Because they feel like uh, a lot of fans that I talk to feel like they haven't had that guy at quarterback. Right. They've been waiting. Even like when they had Sam Ellinger, mm-hmm. who was great, but like was a different kind of quarterback. They haven't had that big time number one since QB Colt. <laughs> since Colt McCoy. I think there's a little bit of pent up frustration and they've put it on this particular recruit. Well, I mean, the fact that we're talking about him speaks yeah. volumes. Absolutely. Right? It's on the tip of this is the time. first. And this is the second time we've talked about him on the show. Yeah. And I think he was the first out-of-state yeah. prospect that we've really kind of dived into here. He's not from Texas. I don't even remember his name. 
anyway. <laughs> Who? Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, that's just the thing is that you 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 don't know. I don't think there's necessarily this idea that that recruits are going to follow one another. And if it is, it's one off. <laughs> yeah. But one guy I will follow is Greg Powers. There we uh, go. On Twitter at G Power Scout. Follow Next Level Latte on Twitter. Next Level D One C. His fine work on TexasFootball.com/slash/recruiting. Powers, stick around. Introduce the next segment. I'll be here. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Hope you'll consider subscribing to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We're working on the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Did you get all your stuff done yet? Uh, I'm, I've got it laid out. How's that? The, the <laughs> It's not due like it's not due for like another month. The The framework is there. Do you get your stuff I've been done? thinking about it. Do you get your stuff done? Oh yeah, no, I've already the whole magazine's done. We we moved quickly. She's already found all of the headshots. You're writing for the you're writing one of the cover boys, right? Yeah, I've got cover boys. Don't say the name. I'm not. Okay. I've got uh, teams of the year, uh-huh. and then I've got a layout capsules, apparently. Yes, you do! Anyway, we're working on the 2022 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. If you want that thing mailed to you before it hits newsstands, go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. I don't know. EP could assign that assignment to somebody else, potentially. Yeah, but throw it right back on Ish. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you're not the executive producer of the magazine, homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> not with that attitude. No, not with that <laughs> Not while I'm still breathing. <laughs> Powers, who'd you talk to this week? We caught up with Round Rock Stony Point running back Cameron Cook, who is one of the highest risers in the, the newly updated DCTF <gasps> Hot 100. How about that? New four-star. Um, he's considering offers from schools like TCU, Texas, Ole Miss, Oregon, and Penn State. So he has some really good options on the table. And he was the UA camp running back MVP. Well, that is how you sell an interview. Here's Cameron Cook from Round Rock Stony Point here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. I'm out here in Dallas with Cameron Cook, Round Rock Stony Point, uh, all-purpose back, man. Uh, great highlight tape, man. I, I got to tell you, I had a whole lot of fun watching it. You um, a multifaceted talent out there on the field. I think you're a guy who can not only run with the rock, but you can catch the ball really well. And out here today verified that very same thing you get great separation on your routes you're roasting some dbs out here today uh, kind of just assess your skill set overall i mean what do you feel like makes you a special talent why are these colleges coming after you so hot and heavy i like to say that you can teams can't focus on one thing like while i'm on the field they can't just say oh cameron's a running back we got to uh tighten up on the middle and so my coach can move me out outside and i can say, shake some up out there and just make it more open things out on the field Kind to kind of looking at college football, the NFL. I mean, is there anybody you feel like you resemble out there on the field? I mean, is there a guy? Not, I don't want to say that you pattern your game after, but if you had to pick one guy out there, is there somebody you felt like, man, I I move around like this guy a little bit? I'd like to say um, I'm Kamara because nice. I don't know. There's something like ever since I seen him like on the Saints and at Tennessee, uh, that was just like someone that I just knew that I wanted to run like him because he's obviously doing something right. So I wanted to model my game after him. Up to 15 scholarship offers before we dive into like maybe some of the big ones. Um, what's it like just having all that attention, having these co- colleges come after you? Oh, it's great. You know, it's everything I ever wished for. So it's not like I was unprepared, but it was just like once it started and it kept going, I was just ready for it and just ready for the experience. Uh, I'm not going to be able to talk about all 15 offers and the people that are watching this probably don't want to just like sit down and listen to us talk about all these top schools. But some of them that I, you know, I will ask you about, I think there's four or five that kind of stick out to me, you know, Texas, TCU, 
Oregon, Ole Miss, Penn State. Those are some pretty big programs, you know, Power Five schools that have stepped up to the plate. And I specifically kind of want to ask you about closer to home, Texas. What was it about um, that offer that kind of grabbed your eye? So it was crazy because so my mom went to Texas and so t uh, Texas has always been like one of those big schools that I grew up around. But when I got the offer from Texas, I was actually I was on the campus. And so and he brought me in front of my mom and like my family. And then he she cried, didn't she? She did cry. <laughs> she did cry. She tried to hold us together, but it was too much. But it was just like it was unreal. But that's why it was just like such a big thing for it to happen, like right then and there. Yeah. But it was just great. Like I, I couldn't I can't match anything up to it. TCU underwent a coaching change for the first time, you know, feel like since I've been alive. It hadn't been that long, but, you know, Gary Patterson was there a long time, but they hired uh, Coach Sonny Dykes from SMU. Staff really seems to have a lot of energy. What is it about the Horn Frogs program that kind of sticks out to you? Well, they've always been, like, one of those schools that, like, I grew up around, so they was always, it was always, like, there. But the relationship I have with the coaches right now is, like, it's, like, it's, really, it's really good. Like, that's all I can say, like, I talk to uh, I talk to the running back coach every like, twice a week and stuff like that, and I talk to the head coach. They try to make sure where I'm I'm coming. I'm like I'm on the phone trying to get me up there, but it's always going to be one of the places I go visit this summer, this this March, and stuff like that. Ole Miss, uh, Oregon, Penn State, three out of state programs, very different, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Penn State, you think of that traditional big. 10 power running back type of team and then you know you got Oregon that really kind of speaks to what you were saying about Alvin Kamara a little bit they seem to use those type of running backs in their system and then Ole Miss you know SEC they seem to have a lot of swagger out there as it you know especially as it relates to the recruiting process could one of those schools really legitimately have a shot to woo you and get you to come out of state of course you know I, I like to keep my options open and those are obviously really good programs for my like personnel of a player that how I like to run and stuff like that and those coaches see how I like how I like to run so they're obviously gonna be like a big uh, I don't know like a big factor yeah factor and thank you a big factor in like what I'm what I'm doing and one of my choices when it comes down to it what can't you live without what do you got to have whenever you it comes time to sign your name on a letter of intent just somewhere where I can feel like I'm at home so because depending on if I'm out of state or if I'm at UT or stuff like that, TCU, I just want to be able to work, like, even though I'm not at home, I can, like, have that relationship and bond with the players there and the coaches there that I'm not going to be, like, worried or stressing out and stuff like that, where I just feel, like, relaxed and stuff. The next album, Kamara, right here, standing with Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Mr. Cook, thanks for the time. Thank you. Cameron I'm glad Cook, to be here. Running Thank back you. from Round Rock, Stony Point, joining Greg Powers there. Uh, and uh, tall dude, because you're tall. Yeah. And he's taller than you. I guess. You're pretty tall. I'll take it as a compliment. Like, thanks. Yeah. I mean, we're all kind of tall in this office. Was, yeah. With the exception of Mallory. She's tiny. Yeah, Mallory's very little. Very, Mallory's, Mallory's, he, Mallory's here right now. You see her? You can. Um, <laughs> cool anyway. story there from Cook about his yeah. mother crying when Texas offered yeah. because she That's attended awesome. Texas. Pretty, pretty cool Pretty cool moment, I think, for Cook pretty, and his mom. Pretty cool. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's Second Favorite Segment. Final thoughts? Um, it did get brought up earlier, and the Mean Green did beat texas state last night so call. i had to ask you who won i saw mm -hmm. I, I saw on the slack that they went to overtime i was fixing to say i noticed that when north texas won the slack was real quiet but had texas state won that thing would have been blowing up not from me from everyone hating on north texas that's exactly what would have happened i will say i got to give some credit to ish here because 
I put him through hell yesterday, and he handled it really well. So You know you don't have to do that to your friends. No, but it makes it more fun. Does it? I thought I had a blast. Wow. Well, and as we all know, on this show... That's all that matters. It's all about you. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Round Rock Stony Point running back Cameron Cook for being our guest. Hey, Powers, thanks, man. You're welcome. You want to do this, uh, you want to do this next, next Wednesday? Let's do it. Uh, you'll be back, right, Power, right Pickle? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Thank you.